sharing wisdom and speaking truth, this is the IPHC Leadership Cast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. My name is Garrett Magby and today our guest is um, Dan Clowers, the Continental Director for Latin America and the Caribbean, uh, which is also known as LAMCAR, um, and uh, basically just in charge of the entire region as far as uh, missions is concerned. Um, so Dan, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, Garrett. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. We're glad to have you. And uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit today about, um, first of all, some of the work that's going on uh, in, in LAMCAR in these areas. Um, and, and start off kind of talking to us a little bit about what um, some of the focuses are currently for the missions uh, program there and that sort of thing. Sure. Well, LAMCAR, is a, it's got a, a great history. We've had fantastic missionaries over the years. And... Uh, and great things have been done. Most of our, our conferences in Latin America and the Caribbean in the LAMCAR region, uh, we have actually 24 conferences and um, they're all, they have their autonomy, their indigenous conferences that, that run and work everything, you know, through their boards. Um, but we have some of those conferences, what we refer to as conferences, as, as what I would say are the baby works. One of the baby works that recently has really taken off, and we're very excited about it, is the country of Bolivia. I say baby, but they've been, they've had some presence there with the IPHC for about 10 years. And uh, about eight years ago, two other works were started in other parts of the country through IPHC uh, nationals. Um, several people might r- recall and know Misael Lucano. Misael is in Santa Cruz, Bolivia. Been working there a little over eight years with he and his wife, and work, um, working, uh, starting a work there, and have had very good success. We also have another work in Cochabamba okay. um, by Tulio Vargas, the young man, and his wife. In Cochabamba, they started about four or five years ago. And then our work in La Paz with Iber Luis Prado, who is a missionary from Costa Rica. All of these these three works were working, but didn't really know each other. Really? And so this last year, I said, we've got to somehow bring them all together. So I invested money and flew each one of them together as a team yeah. to each other's work so they could experience what, what was going on in the other countries. Oh, wow. And this, this just bonded these guys together. They are like brothers. Uh, and since then, we have formed officially formed a conference of churches. We have four churches, which isn't the size of a conference here in the state, but for, for that work. Oh, yeah. Um, and then each one of them are planning new works. So uh, uh, a total of about uh, eight, eight works will, will be coming out of this um, when you consider. But we've, we've had ordained five and uh, licensed four and gave local mission church mission license to four others and and so they're they're just going I said now now the problem with with the baby works is it presents needs you know yeah the yeah. training is still needed we need training uh, more training I should say mm-hmm. we need uh, equipment oh my goodness the equipment um, <laughs> yeah. Misael has just moved into a large building and he had a little sound system from his little work and now he's in a big building that sound system just it's doesn't hard work. To so yeah, equipment yeah. is needed. Uh, 
ministerial support, all the things that go with doing new works and church plants. But, but God's doing a great thing in Bolivia, which is probably one of the largest uh, animistic countries we have. Oh, is it? I didn't, I didn't uh, animism is, is such a stronghold in South America, just, just between Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, and Ecuador. Mm -hmm. There are 4,000 Indian dialects uh, from the tribes. And all those tribes are animistic tribes that, that just, uh, in Bolivia, we were sharing in some of our churches, and uh, I hope I'm not taking too much time. No, no, absolutely. In Bolivia, we, when you do construction there, this is just part of the whole culture. We would go down and get a building permit, and we start in building, and, but down there, one of the ceremonies that is vital in any construction is to take a, a, a lima I mean, a llama fetus, mm -hmm. a dehydrated llama fetus, and they bury that into the foundation as a ceremony. They sacrifice that as a, a gift to Pachamama, which is Mother Earth. Uh, um, it's just part of their culture. Yeah, uh, yeah. You go to the markets, and they're, they're hanging there everywhere. They, they have uh, what they call um, shamanic uh, um, fires that they'll do in the morning where they they smoke out their businesses, you know, to to get the evil spirits out and purify everything. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a very very interesting country with the stronghold of the the Indians and the, the that are there. But uh, God has greater plans. He's got yeah. he's doing oh, some yeah. good stuff. We've oh, got yeah. some great work going on there. So well, we're excited. Let me let me uh, let me ask you this: uh, as far as the the animism thing, just to to clarify for anybody who's listening, and might not. Totally understand. It's it's basically a worship of of the earth or or of spirit. spirits. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, they they believe that they can somehow please a spirit um, through a sacrifice or through through uh, offering certain certain uh, fetishes and things that they would they would put in either yeah. to ward off a spirit or to 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 please a spirit. Actually, the word animar in uh, in Spanish is to please. Ah, oh, I got and you. And animistas. Same, same type of concept of, of what uh, I guess the, the pagans used to do back in the, the Bible times. Oh, worshiping definitely. Worshiping balls Worship or something balls, like that. Yeah. Gods and, and spirits and yeah, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's throughout Latin America. I mean, it's it's into the Catholic Church, the the strict Roman Catholic Church that's down there. It's uh, the African worships that are all throughout Latin America through with the voodoo yeah. and the Harifana Indians, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a spiritual level uh, stronghold in Latin America that, you know, people just probably wouldn't even think about, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, and that's, and, and it's one of those things that especially, you know, uh, coming from, you know, certain different societies in the world where maybe that's not such a prevalent thing, it's hard to understand the depth at which that goes, sure. but that's why there's such a need for sure. You know the light to be brought into these these areas. Like and that. our missionaries, most of the missionaries we have working in these areas, uh, all, you know, they deal with these these uh, spiritual strongholds. And uh, and if it's not that, then we have the whole drug culture yeah. of Latin America that yeah. that is very strong, which creates a also the danger area for for someone like Ron Roy in Mexico who who is always in a dangerous area where he works. Yeah. 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 Well, now, now let me ask you this: As far as uh, and, and I found it, I found it fascinating and also a great idea to bring these different um, guys together. You brought these different uh, yeah. people together and, and you know let them see each other's area of ministry, That's right. uh, which I'm sure had a profound impact on. on it did. I think I think sometimes even here in the states we have this 
we get caught up in this idea that our ministry is the only thing that God's really interested in. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're part of a bigger picture. Right. Uh, I think Ray Willis from the, the Sunshine Network, Ray Willis said one time, he said, uh, the day of independence is over. And he said, yeah. if you're not connected to something bigger than yourself, you're dying. Yeah. And that's I, I've, I've fed that into Latin America over and over. I told these guys, you know, you guys can't do this on your own until we all join together. We're, yeah. you know, so it's... Oh yeah, uh, it's really doing well. I, I really love going to Bolivia. Uh, it's a very interesting country. That's awesome, and and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I think it's wonderful the work that you guys are doing down there. Um, uh, of course, you know I, I see it from this end, but sure. even from this end, it's it's amazing. And I'm sure. sure once you get into the field, it's just a whole different level. So um, now let me ask you this: transitioning a little bit into um, from from the the Lamcar area to America, for instance, the church here. Um, uh, uh, the Christian body here. How can we better um, welcome or bring people in who are coming from some of these locations where their 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 cultures are completely different? Their their um, you know understanding of traditions or things like that are completely different. Coming into America, either uh, you know immigrating here or coming for an extended stay. How can we um, better bring them in as a church? and bring them into our, our Christian communities, bring them into our church communities and get them involved and also reach out to them in a way where, uh, you know, they're, they're impacted for life. Sure, sure. I think, I think one thing that North Americans, and I'll just say that in general, yeah. the North American church needs to first off understand the difference in the, the society that we live in, societies they live in. We live in what is called an independent society. Yeah. Uh, an independent, we do it, we do whatever we want, any way we want. It's our thing, you know. You have it your way. You make it your way. <laughs> um, Latin America is what we would call a family clan society, where everything has a hierarchy, and uh, they respect authority. They respect, you know, the the mother or the matriarch and the patriarch. And and uh, when they come to the states, um, and they will come to the states. You know, we yeah, have them yeah. coming to the states. And when they come to the states, they're they're not they're not seeing the the exact we they see more independence mm -hmm. and doing it this way and that way and it, there there probably is a little bit of a clash of the society or the culture there but i think if we really wanted to reach out to them number one understand that authority and and working together is something that they very very uh respect that speaks, uh, speaks yeah to speaks them. yes very much um i think if you wanted to have a need that would really benefit and bless the the Latin Americans, it would be to to offer your church for for things such as having uh, English as a second language being taught through your church. Um, maybe sometimes I'm I'm not so sure that we have to intermingle and have a uh, multicultural services mm -hmm. because every culture wants to worship God the way they 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 feel free to do it. But many of our churches are. Are, are used for one Sunday morning and maybe uh, something during the week. Right. Um, allow and work out something with some of the local Hispanic groups that, that need a church and a place to worship. There's, there's plenty we could do and uh, work out a schedule with the local churches and help you know do that. And a lot of churches are doing that. Yeah, uh, having like a, 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 Hispanic, a Hispanic church, uh, church yeah, service. Spanish service, right. Spanish service, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that that's one thing. I think another thing is uh, in the area of, of um, job opportunities yeah. um, there you know people whether you agree with it or not there is a lot of prejudice in the United States mm -hmm. and uh, 
but the Hispanic people, the Latin speaking people, they are here and they make up a great part of this United States. It's no yeah. longer just uh, it's it's the whole the whole blending of this this culture. Yes, is yes. is including the Latins and other other ethnic groups. Oh yeah, but um, learn to to adapt to that and let that become part of what what you're doing. Consider it at least yes. in everything yes. that you're planning. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Well, and 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 I mean, I think right now Spanish is is in the second oh, yeah. most spoken yes. language yes. in the world or something. Well, yeah. I don't know about it in the world. Um, definitely in the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, definitely. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's why they always, that's, when I was going through, you know, high school and stuff, they said, look, if you're going to take a language, take Spanish. You'll probably yeah. use it more than anything else. I wound sure. up taking Latin, but I, it helps me understand. Oh, sure, Spanish, sure. You know? yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's it's just, it's, it's, there is such a blending here. You know, it's kind of such a melting pot in the, uh, in, in the United States. Um, and, you, but, and, you know, also, no. it's not, when we think of Latin America, we don't think about the Caribbean, but even the, the little islands and all of those, they're considered part of Latin America. And, right. But uh, they don't speak Spanish. There's a few few islands that do. And even they, when they're migrating to the States, it's still the same same effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got to try to, how can, if our church knows of a, of a, a settlement of, of Latin or Haitians or Jamaicans or Guyanese, you know, uh, let that be one of the outreaches that you do through your church. You know, you, you're, you're touching world missions through that. Uh, give them opportunity to be able to to be part of that that, that church family also. Um, Absolutely. Um, there's there's a whole lot we can do, and and I and some people are so much more creative in that. I I have to admit my mind's more into Latin American <laughs> than it is the local churches here. But well, yeah. yeah, well, but even but having a having a perspective like for instance you mentioned you mentioned uh, English um, teaching and, and things like that. Sure, having that perspective of of somebody who is so heavily ingrained in the Latin American uh, society and culture and understanding it. To say, hey, this is, these are some of our biggest yeah. biggest needs, or the biggest ways to reach out, and and also, you know, just having that idea of the independent society versus the the family clan, uh, yeah. clan society, um, it, that's something that a lot of people don't yeah. might or might not initially think of. And, and so then there you is get that Asia; difference. they have a, a group society, yes. which is a little different than the family clan. But uh, all of those things, when you get to working with people that are all from different societies. You're going to have some little clashes there unless oh, yeah. you understand those things, and right, right. and you've got to go above and beyond what your desire is. I I want it my way, but I understand they they work together and they have this person as a as an authority figure, and we want to work within that. So right. we we do that in in Lamcar when a missionary comes. I tell him we don't go down and and just do what we want to do. We try to fit in and help fulfill the vision of that local conference. Right. And and be a, a helpmate to them, you know, in, in whatever the ministry is. Integrate into their society, but the, with the light the vision, of, yeah. of Jesus in there. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, Dan, thank you so much. I hate to I hate to stop the conversation here, but the, you know we've got a limited amount of time, and we could just talk about this forever. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so. Definitely. But uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank and, you so much. Uh, we'll, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to do it again in the future. I, I would love to. Talking. I would love to do it anytime. Just ask me. Yeah. Uh, if I'm in in country i'll be glad to come by yeah we'd love it now let me ask you this real quick um if people want to get involved in helping support um either either uh uh individual missions programs or um just in general lamb car what's the best way for them to reach out to you or reach out and and, yeah. and right now support? they can contact me at at d clowers 
um, at IPHC.org, my email. Call the World Missions Ministry, they can get you in touch with me. But uh, one of the, the pressing needs right now is the Bolivia Ministry. Okay. And so if you'd like to be part of some of these expenses that are coming up and planning these works, um, that's, that's what we're really pushing right now. We have construction teams and ministry teams and all that. Right. You can do that through Teams Ministries. Yes. And, and, uh, but this specifically ministry in Bolivia, just give me a call or contact me through World Missions. Through World Missions. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dan. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Garrett. Great to be here. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org.